Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast, podcast. I'm Chad Edgington. I'm Melissa Edgington. And um, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's been awesome. Happy V-Day. Yeah. The we day did. of love. And this is really the first time we've spent any time together, Valentine's Day, isn't it? We haven't seen each other all day. Uh, it's almost 10. So. And we decided what could be more romantic than recording a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to admit it, but this is really basically the only time we talk to each other. <laughs> we just want to record it for posterity's sake. Yeah, we communicated. Uh, we did. 43 minutes the other night. That's a really long time. It's a long but Most podcasts are 20 minutes. So... We don't we don't have any special guests lined up for tonight, unless somebody happens to call in <laughs> while we're while we're doing the show. But um, you know, so uh, if if you are, you know, now that we fi- we we did some experiments a second ago with some technology to try to get some guests, uh, we had a good time on the last podcast Jackson Chang called in and had some good things to say so uh, we thought well maybe we could, maybe we could have some guests on from time to time and and we're trying to figure out exactly how to do that um, with the computer setup we have so that's a possibility so if you call in you might you might if you call in at just the right time when we happen to be speaking to one another uh, on the podcast then we can speak to you so so how was your Valentine's Day what did you do today Melissa I got to spend the day working in a florist shop on Valentine's Day. Yeah, so this is fascinating to me. That that um, so how do how do you get a gig like that? How you get a gig like that is you're lucky enough to have a friend who owns a florist shop, and you know around Valentine's Day it's really busy, especially you know in a small town. Mm-hmm. You know the florist shop is the hub. Of Valentine's activity mm-hmm. and so she invited me to come up there and you know work as some extra help for her on Valentine's Day and it was such a fun way to spend Valentine's Day did you feel like you were really helped I did Did you contribute to the team I um you know what I mainly did is I blew up a lot of balloons with helium that's what you did that's I did a lot of that. Did you ever grab a little bit for yourself? No, Talk no. Like a chipmunk? Helium is very expensive. I've learned working at the florist shop, so you don't waste it. Mm-hmm. But um, I also curled a lot of curly ribbon. Oh, uh, you did? Yep, did a lot of that. With the scissors? Yep. Did they just still do it that way. Yeah. There's no tool for that. Nope, just nope. The scissor. Still, it's old school. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, it was just so fun, and it was so neat to see how they make all the floral arrangements, and man, they're good down there. They're so pretty. And my favorite thing that was in the arrangements this year was kale, you know, like... Kale? Kale, you know, like lettuce stuff. I have no idea what kale looks like. You eat it in salad. I don't eat... I do not eat kale. It's... it's, I refuse. It looks like this beautiful little purple head of lettuce... Really? In like leafy lettuce in an arrangement. It's really beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, enjoy your arrangement for a few days. Then, then have, have, a, a have a salad. Have a salad. That's good. <laughs> next next year, cilantro, a few tomatoes. <laughs> Can I get the uh, sp- sweetheart's um, 
The sweetheart vegetable blend. What would you call it? (laughs) (laughs) Sweetheart salad blend. The salad special. Yeah. Anyway, it was really fun. And I, you know what? I really was afraid that I would have my heart crushed by these men coming in who were begrudgingly buying flowers and things. But you know what? It was really encouraging because these men came in there and they went all out Mm -hmm. and they bought some beautiful arrangements and they did not, you know, they they didn't seem worried about the money. They just wanted to make their wives happy. No, because their wives do the checkbook. How do you know? I'm just saying, in most cases, the men are so irresponsible that their wives have to do the money. Why are you so hard on men? I'm just saying. So they go in there like, oh, let's get her all, I know it's what she wants, so let's get this for her. You know? There was even an arrangement that had three dozen roses. That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyway, it was really fun. So now my plan is to spend every Valentine's Day at the floor shop. At the floor shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Valentine overload. Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. I You're just so it. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. It was fun. Guess you probably wonder what I was doing. Who, me? Yeah. I guess you already know. What were you doing, Chad? I mean, you could ask. I asked you. <laughs> what did you do on Valentine's Day? Um, What I did was I got up and I took the baby to work with me because her mom was working at the flower shop for Valentine's <laughs> Day. And she was really good. She just sat in my office and just kind of played around on her tablet. And we rolled up cords. We kind of cleaned up some things in the sanctuary. And we talked a lot. And she thought she was going to get to go to the nursing home. Yeah, she was crushed whenever we found out that today was not nursing home day. So she likes to go to the nursing home. We have a real sweet lady that puts together crafts for the little little bit of handwork as she calls it for the residents at the nursing home so we go up there on tuesday and we do the handwork just coloring or you know making little little things decorating door hangers and things like that and then uh i give a little bible study and she wanted to go up to that because her friends brylin and brayden the our youth minister's children and bryn who i call Brittany. uh long story but anyway they they usually are up there so they have a big time you know the kids have a really big time uh at the nursing home and so probably the only kid in history to ever cry because she didn't get to go to the nursing home um, but i think that's really cool i mean i remember when i was a kid see it's a it's kind of about being a baptist kid mm-hmm. because when i was a kid and i was in gas and actines mm-hmm. which that is how you know that you're a real baptist right raise your hand if you were in GAs and actines, I went all the way through actines, all the way to service aid. Raise your hand if you did that. <laughs> if you did, you're a real Baptist girl. Anyway, we went to the nursing home a lot. I mean, for different occasions. And I got to where I was very comfortable in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel awkward or weird in there. We would go into residence rooms and visit with them. And, you know, it was, I don't know, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that is a very... I don't know, I guess other denominations do that too, but we go to the nursing home a lot. It's good. 
Yeah. And they really do appreciate you being out there. Not only the residents, but the people who work there appreciate the the support. When I'm in the nursing home, I want a bunch of Baptist kids to come visit me. Right. And do crafts. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the people that work at those places are the best. I mean, they, they, you know, that's not the highest paying job. And they really do wind up caring for those residents, and they do good ministry. But anyway. Wait, I have one more thing to say about nursing homes. Go on, and then we'll stop. So I saw a thing the other day. Have you seen this thing going around Facebook that there's some kind of, I guess, trend going on in nursing home care? That instead of when someone, a resident passes away, instead of carrying them out the back door, that they have kind of like a a, a line of honor for people mm. who've passed away. So all of the nurses and doctors will line the hallways as they wheel someone out who's passed away. I thought that was pretty neat. Mm. You know, just neat. standing there kind of to honor their life. Mm-hmm. That's good. I've seen a few times where they've had to take them to the hospital. Yeah. It doesn't seem very, like, um, it doesn't seem much like a pageant. Well, that's taking yeah. them to the yeah. hospital. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on. So, what else did you do today? Then I took the older one. Well, I took them all over to Graham for dance. Oh, tell them what happened to you last night when you went to dance. Oh, my gosh. So Adelaide has two dance classes in the week. I don't want to make her look bad. Usually, um, usually Chad takes her to one, and then I take her to the other one. So so we're not, one of us isn't having to go over there so much. Graham's about 20, 20 miles from Alney. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, what happened last night? It won't make her look bad. We yeah. all do things yeah. like that. So I got, I got the, uh, I got her bag, and I said, "Hey, make sure you get your bag." Then we get your. So this is a point class. So they have special shoes, point shoes in another bag. And anyway, so we got over there, and we were going to go shopping for Valentine's Day. We we're going to go to Walmart. She had a friend. She wanted to buy some for four, and I needed to buy something for Melissa. And I was going to go to this particular shop that I, I like. And uh, so we get to the Mexican restaurant where we were going to eat, the two girls and me, because Sawyer was with Melissa going to piano practice. See, this is life. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we got to the restaurant, and we were all excited about eating. And I said, oh, where's your bag? And she said, it's in the front seat. And I said, and your point shoes too? And she went, Oh, no. She knew immediately that she did not grab the point shoes. I said, get back in the truck. We're going home to get them. She said, no, no, no. I'll just dance without them. Because I could tell at that moment she wanted to eat tacos or whatever instead of, you know, she didn't care about the shoes. She was like, I want to eat this. I want to eat here. She wanted the Mexican food more than she wanted to dance. I thought, no, we're, you know, we're all in on point. We need to have the point shoes. So we drove back all the way over to Olney, drove all the way back. So we made two trips i can't believe you did that you're so much nicer than i am i would have just said well too bad you're not gonna have the shoes you need no, i did not do that for her <laughs> i did that out of respect for the art form of ballet <laughs> i take point very seriously you are a true dance dad I'm a dance dad yeah so. all the way and then tonight we uh went over there it was so cold 
I know it's been cold today. We did not want to get out of the car, so we just we didn't we didn't okay. go anywhere. I just drove her through and got her some chicken. And I cheated on my diet tonight. And I was at the drive through at Chicken Express. Which if you don't live in the south, I don't actually even know where Chicken Expresses are. But I think I've never really seen a bunch of them outside of Texas. Um, it's very bland fried chicken, and um, it's good though. You know, do you like it? I like it. I wouldn't describe it as bland. It has no flavor. Well, then why do you like it? I like it when I put hot uh, that hot stuff all over it. <laughs> I, I you you really have to season it yourself. Okay. But this, but I'm just saying that you know. Um, Texan people, <laughs> our people, our kind of people, boring, middle class. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. But they like bland food. It's like their thing. So, like, you just give them some bland chicken and some gravy. <laughs> like they, they're happy. You know, you don't even have to have spices. Why are you saying they? You're the one who ate that tonight. No. Did you eat some? No, I had those... I really, I don't know what happened. I thought it's Valentine's Day, <laughs> you know. I wasn't able to go on a date with my bride, and I, I said, uh, "Can I have a side of jalapeno poppers?" <laughs> I don't know. What I was thinking the boy was gonna be like, "Isn't that cheating on your diet, sir?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, sure." You <laughs> thought he was gonna try to hold <laughs> you accountable? Bust me! Uh, you can't have that. <laughs> so anyway, I. I got the uh, jalapeno poppers, and they were really good. So while Adelaide ate her bland food, I enjoyed the jalapeno poppers. had a little kick to them. So it was good. Um, people love chicken E though, don't they? They do. They love that chicken E. Okay, so uh, what else did we want to talk about? So I've been thinking about last week and about how Jackson asked me, what is the most romantic thing that Chad's done for you this year? And you all know I couldn't think of anything, really. And Except for a diamond ring, which is really, really nice, you know. That's yeah, really nice. I just don't qualify that necessarily as romance, you no. know. But I qualify it more as like sacrifice, so sacrificial been, love. <laughs> exactly. So I, But I have been thinking about romance in our marriage. and I ha- And I do have a moment... It's not from the past year. It was from a long time ago. Well, he was asking for the past year. I know. But I want to talk about of all time. Okay, of all time. The most romantic thing I did of all time. Okay, so this is this is a moment that's, that stands out in my mind as one of the most romantic moments of our life hmm. together. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. We were, it was Christmas Eve. We were at... The lake, Uh Lake Bridgeport, with Uh your family. Right. And driving back is the romantic part? No. Although that was romantic. I always liked those drives where we would drive, because we would always drive from there to Gorman, where your parents live. And and there were people, you know, and hardly anybody's out Christmas Eve, like at 1130 at night. Yeah, and we would listen to Christmas music. You had like the the road to yourself. You're just driving through the country, seeing all the Christmas lights up. Yeah, that was really romantic. It was romantic. Pretty, come on now. (laughs) It was. 
But so this moment was you had taken your guitar to the lake house. Mm-hmm. This was pre-kids. I mean, we'd been married a few years. And um, you were singing, you know, as you often do with your guitar. And you started singing this song that you had written for me mm-hmm. several years earlier. Oh, and I teared up. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And you were singing kind of for the room and people were sort of listening to you. And then you were looking at me and you were singing it and then you had to stop because you had teared up. Oh my gosh. How sweet. That was so... Oh my goodness. I know. I mean, that puts romance in the treasury of merit, romance merit for decades And you know why that was so romantic? Because there was nothing about it that was contrived or that you know that that you felt like you had to do yeah so you're saying it was the complete opposite of valentine's day well i wouldn't say that (laughs) but right zach (laughs) it was truly i mean i will remember that for the rest of my life it was one of the most romantic sweetest moments Mm. i mean it was honestly like nobody else was in the room that sounds like something straight out of Nicholas Sparks' book. I'm telling you, except neither one of us has died yet, so. <laughs> yeah. Can you think of a romantic moment like that that you would recall? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, my favorite moments are just going to Six Flags, coming home to a clean house. I don't, I, you know, it's, it's just different, different love languages. So. Well, what did I do for you on Valentine's Day while tonight, you were tonight? Yeah, you cleaned the house. It was awesome, and because it, it was bad when I left, you know, it wasn't no, that bad. Well, it was pretty bad. And I was thinking, <laughs> this someone needs to clean this place up, and and I'm doing all this driving, you know, for the first two days of the week, and uh, driving and eating Mexican food. It's a hard life. <laughs> 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 but I did hang out with Emerald today for. I mean, that was a long time. To have to hang out with her, to get to hang out with her, <laughs> that was oh hours and hours. That was hours and hours, no break. I do that every day. There's a break. It's called a nap. There was no nap today. It was just she's, straight. She's fun to hang out with. Well, but she, but not when she has a dollar. So I made a mistake last night. <laughs> Why do you keep giving her a dollar? Do you realize that's ruining my life when yes. you give her a dollar? <laughs> so I find the dollar in my pocket every now and then. So last night, I put on this this uh, coat I haven't worn in a while. And I was feeling in the pocket. And I was like, oh, man, there's there's cash in here. And I was talking to somebody. I was talking to Norman Flowers, the youth minister at Oak Street Baptist Church in Graham. And so I was at Walmart, you know, and I was had my hands in my pocket. Like, oh, there's, there's a – this is – I hope it's a 20. That's what I was thinking. I hope it's a 20 or at least a five. And I pulled it out. It was a dollar, one dollar. So I just reached down and handed it to Emerald. Let's make a new rule. Only give her a five. Don't give her anything less than five dollars. So anyway, then she said to me, she said, Daddy, I really, she said this today. We, We need to go to Dollar General today. I said, why is that? She said, well, I'm not really a saver. And I've got this one dollar. I've got a one dollar bill. You know how many trips I've taken to the dollar store to try to find that child a toy uh, that one, costs one dollar. Yeah, it's called Dollar General though. It should be a lot of stuff in there. The for toys dollar. that are a dollar, there are exactly three, and it's like fake vomit, yeah, fake dog poop, and and bubbles. mustaches that stick to your face. <laughs> yeah. 
it's just not. Yeah, it's not, yeah, a, good, a, not dollar, a good selection. No, no, no more dollars. Yeah, no more dollars. Five dollars or nothing. Yeah. So she went all day was, can we go to the dollar store? Can we go to the dog? Can we go see mama at the flower shop? Can we go see mama? I thought y'all would stop by. I was well, kind of surprised you didn't I come by. I thought y'all were busy. I thought it was like the most busy day of the year for a flower shop. It probably was. And I was really working hard. I got a lot done today. She said the next biggest day or the next big day she has coming up is Mother's, Mother's day. day. Yeah, totally. I, I don't know that we have ever sent our mother's flowers for Mother's Day. Well, true. What does that say about us? It. I don't know. It says we're not flower people. I don't know. Hmm. We're more like card people. We are. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of feel about Mother's Day the way I feel about Valentine's Day. It's to- I mean, Hallmark made it up. You know, so. We do some fun stuff at church on Mother's Day, though, the, the, with the gift cards. That's always fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think you need to work on your attitude about uh, holidays. You know, when we first met, you didn't even like Christmas. Yeah, I love Christmas now, though. You, you've really changed me. You've changed my heart. So, um, what else? We got, we're got 21 minutes in. Yeah, maybe we'll make this a short podcast. <laughs> You're pretty tired, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Been working hard all day at the flower shop. I'm telling you, if I had on a Fitbit, I would have had some steps today. Well, that's good. Yeah. So from since our last podcast, we got some feedback, and uh, I would say probably the biggest compliment of our show ever came from Zach Hall, and yeah. he said it was he was laughing, he was crying. He said he was crying. Well, I don't know if he said he was crying, but you know, he kind of. <laughs> I know he said he was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He was laughing. He was, I mean, I'm sure he was a little emotional listening to it, remembering hanging out with us all those years ago in Eastland and in law school. So that was a, that was a, a, a great, uh, a great encouragement. Um, so when did we do that podcast last week? Was that a Thursday? What, 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 I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember either. I can't remember. We had two. Two fu- or I've done two funerals in the last two weeks, and uh, you know we've had some mischief at the church, some criminal mischief, that's really made me mad. Are you not mad about this? I mean, I'm, I'm outraged. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I'm just, it's just kind of like, oh, that's par for the course, you know. I'm furious. You leave out equipment. Doors are unlocked, and somebody walks away somebody with it. Somebody stole the youth minister's pedal board. You that don't he know for sure that that was stolen. What what else could have happened to it? Uh, we'll probably find it in a closet. No, 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 it's gone. We've looked all over because I'm the one who put it up. So for the so for the funeral, um, I cleared the whole stage or the platform. It's not a stage. I cleared the whole platform off. And uh, we even took down the screens. And so we're setting stuff. Tuesday morning uh, was the funeral. We're setting stuff out. And I took that little pedal board and I thought, I'll just put it over here on the um, 
we have this little room off the side of the uh, sanctuary, and you can see there's 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 a glass door com- coming to that little room, and someone walked in there and grabbed the pedal board from a church, and walked off with it. That's what happened. Yeah. Makes me so mad. So, I, th- I thought, I thought, where's the illustration? What's the sermon illustration there? Where's your spiritual nugget? Okay. It's it's taken me a while to get through the anger of it. I'm, I'm going through the stages of grief over that pedal board. Because <laughs> I'm the one that put it out. I've, I've set it there. We always set stuff there. And that's the same door the florists use to bring flowers in. Mm-hmm. And then we the door sometimes remains unlocked, um, you know, until someone remembers to go over there and lock it. So we're just going to have to tighten up security on that uh, during funerals. But I was sort of thinking, you know, when I've mentioned it to people, everybody just can't believe it's still from the church. Can't believe it's still from the church. And then I thought, ooh, ooh. But when we don't give, we're stealing from the church. That's the nugget. That's pretty good, right? We're all mad. We're all mad that someone came in and stole from the church. But, you know, when we withhold the, the tithe, when we withhold our... And, I, you know, I know I don't want to... Here come the comments, right? Should Do you have to tithe? Do you have to tithe, Melissa? No. You get to tithe. That's what I say when you ask me that question. It's like you so, don't have to hang out with Emerald. You get to. Right. Yeah. So God loves a cheerful giver. I mean, you don't want to give and, and not have your heart in it. And... Uh, Christians, we should give. We should be glad to do it. And the tithe is a good guideline. Uh, but you know, when you look in the Old Testament, that's the question God asks: Are you going to steal from me? Are you, you know, are you going to withhold what you what's what is mine? And uh, so, as mad as I am about that pedal board, it makes me think: What else am I withholding from the Lord? Mm-hmm. That's His. You know, if His whole if my whole life is His, you know, what am I stealing by holding on and not giving to Him? So as mad as that, that's what I said in my sermon Sunday, I said, whenever we face the judgment, I was wrapping up Ecclesiastes. So whenever we face the judgment, and, and it's all reviewed, you know, our life and the way we spend it, we'll wish that the worst thing we had done was steal a pedal board mm. from a sanctuary. So not that I advocate that you should do that, but... <laughs> um, yeah, it's not just about withholding money. No. Withholding to obey is better than sacrifice. Yeah, just withhold. Yeah, it's withholding your obedience. Obedience. I read something today. It's like obedience begets obedience. It grease obedience greases the wills for more obedience, and disobedience greases the wills for for more disobedience. And so mm-hmm. we're, you know, it's kind of whenever you start down that path, it's a slippery slope. So um, interesting though. So we had the mischief. We we I called the chief today. Called the chief of police. So in Alney, you know, it's a small town. It's sort of like living in Mayberry or something. So you, you know, you just have the chief. You have the chief of police cell phone. I called him today. He picks it up. He's at the hospital. So chief, we need justice. And he said, "Oh, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> He's got a real deep voice like this. Well, what's happening? I said, "Oh, we had a theft." So he sent an officer over there in five minutes. You know, the officers over there awesome. taking the statement. You know, and uh, we printed out a. We printed out the specs on the pedal board so she'd know what it looked like. And CJ's been checking 
Craigslist pretty pretty regularly. Uh, see if anybody's put put it up there, but uh, that was you know, it's just a small town um, incident. And then a guy, uh, one of our friends that was at church Sunday, he's a musician as well. He put something on Facebook. He said, "All right, whoever stole it, bring it to me. No questions asked." <laughs> And we told the we told the police officer that's what he had done. And she said, "If it turns back up, there will be questions asked. Just tell him that. Let him know that there will be questions asked." <laughs> she was like, "Don't touch it. If it comes back, let me dust it." I was like, "Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, do some CSI on that yeah. pedal board. Yeah. So I don't know. It probably isn't a closet. No, I really don't think it is. I, mean, I really think it was stolen. It just blows every my time mind. I lose my debit card, you know, and have to replace it, then I find it like a month later." Yeah. But I think this, I just think this, this is just gone. This is gone. Yeah. So, which really stinks. That's too bad. So he played a bunch of my old gear. I was like pulling out some electronics that were 20 years old. And it sounded good. Yeah, it still works. It still works. I said, that's vintage gear now. I don't think of it that way. I don't think of that stuff as being 20 years old. But it's it's old and it holds up. We don't think of ourselves as being forty something either. Mm, I do. Man. Not that I'm forty something. But I am. I'm so forty something. I'm not. Yeah. I okay. am. I'm so far from being in my forties. I mean, it's just what, like, like what, eight months. Months away. Months away. Yeah. I'm in yeah. the thick of it. I'm as old as Elvis was when he died. And I really can't believe how young he was when he died now. I know. And it doesn't seem like, I mean, he was a young, young man. It's crazy. Oh, man. I'm a big Elvis fan. So I had, I've retired the suit because Elvis did not wear it after he was 42. Unless they buried him in a jumpsuit and he's wearing one now. I wonder what he's buried in. Surely they didn't bury him in a no, jumpsuit. No, no, no. That would have been cool, though. That's what he'll wear in heaven. Just big rhinestone suit with a cape where are you looking at like that you do you remember that oh. <laughs> you don't think he's there <laughs> Just no i know he's there yeah. come on elvis loved jesus he did okay um do you remember okay so let me back up and inform our audience so many years ago chad played jesus christ in an easter drama for several years at our church. Well, there was this certain outfit that Jesus wore for the Ascension. You mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. It was silver. Yes. It was, it was a shiny silver yeah. outfit. And then he was, they had this pulley system where he actually. Is that what it was? No. I, no, it wasn't a pulley there. Well, anyway, you did ascend. Yeah, and I then, ascended. And then the robe just kept going and going. Remember that? Uh-uh. And it was really long. It was, it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think here they did the pulley system, and Jody when he ascended or something, flew up here when they when they did it. But you ascended. Yeah, I ascended, but it was and, a and very the smoke. Yeah, it was smoke machines. It was the the way the ascension worked in that particular play, is. I had to walk up a stairs backwards. Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah, I was walking up, back, but it, but I but you know Belinda was such a good director that I had to walk up very smooth, you know, so it just looked like I was 
floating up oh, into heaven. I didn't heaven. remember that. And then I would be at the top, you know. How did you not trip on that road? I don't know. I was, a, I was just younger back then. I could walk better. <laughs> These days, I would never try that. Like rickety wooden stairs. But then when you got up to the top, you know, they were like, they had all the smoke going and the black lights. And like I was totally glowing. And then everything just went black. Yeah. Um, Chad was a good Jesus. You really were. Yeah. My beard. You just, were quite believable. My beard's just weak. But I spent um, many scenes of that play because I was always just, you know, a townsperson. Like town's and I kept having to like worship. Hold your hand Worship up. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of weird. And just, and just, just give him worship. That's what she would say. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and it's like every every scene I would do, she would walk up and be like, "Now just, just hold the baby." <laughs> I was like holding a kid. Yeah. And then she'd be like, and then just hold your hand. Up. It was like all this holding your hand up. That's a big part of passion And then lift, dra- passion lift your eyes to heaven, yeah. to like, your look, father. Yeah, look to the father to get instruction or whatever it would be. She is amazing. Yeah, she was awesome. That was that was so good. I love that lady. So, yeah, that was my... Anyway, that outfit is kind of Elvisy. Yeah, it was very Elvisy. Silver lame or something. Well, you know what's bad about it is that even when you're wearing, when I was wearing that, I was still covered with all the fake blood and you know the makeup scars or whatever they would put on you. So it was very, it was all just uncomfortable. So so we we tried back then. Chad had long hair, mm-hmm. so that was appropriate. And then he tried to grow a beard, but it just I mean, w- I grew, wasn't happening. I grew a beard. Well, you grew a beard, but... And then we had to color it. <laughs> we it, had to fill it in a it little bit. grew in blonde. We, we colored yeah. it, and we also did a little, like... Oh, we put some, like, mascara on it? A little drawing on oh, there. For what, what did we draw on? The you, mustache? You, you're, you, you grew a beard, but it just... There were patches that yeah. wasn't very beardy. Yeah, that's just why I don't ever... I, and now this is, like, beard time. It's a beard era. Yeah. A bearded era. And I just don't have a beard. But I'm kind of glad you can't grow one, so you're not tempted. It makes you look young. Like, I think... If to, you're, to wear a beard? No, I'm saying if you really, if you can really grow a good beard, I'm afraid that means you're going to go bald. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could and, be. And I've noticed that guys who can't really grow very good beards, um, like myself, tend to hang on to their hair. It's mm, just... You better so knock on some wood. So it's it's a trade-off. You got to, you know, it's a, it's all about testosterone or something it's you know it's all hormonal and guys like me who and i was kind of a late bloomer in puberty so i've always appeared younger than i am and that when you're 42 that's pretty great i know here in a few years people are going to be saying oh how sweet that chad's taken his mother to dinner because <laughs> <laughs> you just keep getting better looking and i'm just getting old well, I don't know how it happened, but you look good. You look good. It's just, you know, when you're this hot. <laughs> My theory is that if you had to grow three human beings inside of you. It would age you rapidly. It would age you a yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You guys get off easy. That's true. But Well, so we've got a little treat for our audience. Yeah, so in honor, since this is a special Valentine's Day podcast, 
we decided we would sing a little romantic tune. So we'll leave you with um, what is it? it feels like home. Yeah. Feels like home. I was going to say love hurts. That's what I wanted to do. That's this not is, very romantic. No, it's not romantic. So this is feels like home, and you have a great day after Valentine's Day. Go get that clearance chocolate. Go get, yeah, the clearance chocolate, the clearance chocolate-covered strawberries, clearance cards. Yeah. Just go for it. Treat yourself. That's what somebody's uh, come to the flower shop. Were you telling me that? that somebody walked in there and said, um, maybe it was Spencer Key. He came into the flower shop and asked if all this stuff was going to be half price tomorrow. And someone said, yeah, it'll be half price tomorrow and you'll have to buy twice as much. Make up for ha- be- ha- being late with your gift. <laughs> so maybe that won't be you. But here is Feels, Feels Like, like home. home. Something in your eyes makes me want to lose myself. Makes me want to lose myself in your arms. Something in your voice makes my heart beat fast. I hope this feeling lasts for the rest of my life. If you knew how lonely my life has been And how long I felt so alone If you knew how I wanted someone to come along And change my life the way you've done feels like home to me feels like home to me feels like I'm all the way back where I come from feels like home like home to me feels like I'm all the way back where I belong a window breaks down a long dark street and a siren I 
have waited for your touch If you knew how happy you are making me I never thought I'd love anyone so much It feels like home to me Feels like home to me Feels like I'm all the way back Where I come from Feels like home to me Feels like home Okay, well, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, Bye-bye.